Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi guys, and welcome back to our new mini-series of Deep Dives, where we will discuss topics that we might have touched upon in the past. With this mini-series, we will be taking a deep dive into these topics, and today we will be looking at marriage. With marriages breaking like biscuits these days, join us at the table today as we try and get to the bottom of why this is happening. See you in a sec. Hi guys, and welcome back. So, we are going to cover the great topic of marriage, which unfortunately is closely linked with divorce, with almost 42% of marriages ending in divorce here in the UK, and also similar high figures across the globe. In the USA, it's almost 45%, and the Maldives, it's a whopping 55%. It's a wonder why people are reluctant to get married these days, as it's like playing Russian roulette. It's almost a 50-50 chance. And let's be honest, that's not great odds. It's pretty much a coin flip. Going back to the 50s, the divorce rate was less than 5%. And in the 80s, this figure increased, but was still less than 15%. But just last year's figures of 2022, it was almost 50%. In many Western countries and European countries, the figures are in the high 40% or above. And in the Middle East and the Far East, the figures are either in the high 20s or even 30 plus. Well, Dims, to tell you the truth, that's not much of a surprise regarding Western figures. Um, In Western society, women are being given more rights and their voices are being heard. Women from the 50s used to suffer abuse, whether that be sexual, physical, verbal, and they were told to bear it. They were told to keep it in the family. He's the breadwinner. He's annoyed sometimes when he comes back from work. And if he takes it out on you, so what? Just tolerate it. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And they did. And they did. Yeah. Whereas today, women will not take it. No. And you know what? I don't think they should have to take it. Exactly. And I remember reading an article where in Japan, the divorce rate is starting to skyrocket in um, pensioners. So people who are retired. And literally, they've put it down to 
the man now stays at home and the wife's basically said, I don't know what, why the fuck I got married to you. Yeah. You're an absolute dick. And then they just get divorced. But this is when they retired, not when the man's going to work. And in Japan, their work ethic is 12 hour shifts. They're crazy. So they work really hard. So they, they don't see each other. They probably only see each other over dinner and then they go to sleep. But now once they're retired and they stay at home, the wife's like, I did not know I married you. I don't want to stay. So I'm quite surprised it's a low figure in the Far East, but South Asia and the Middle East, yeah, the figure's low because the women are still told to bear it. Right, interesting you say that. So where do you think the lowest uh, figures come from? I would have to say Pakistan, India. Sol, what would you say? Uh, some Eastern country, I don't know, some Muslim country, that's what I can think of on top of my head. Okay, any guesses? Uh, not sure to be honest, I don't know. Okay. Well, the lowest rate of divorce actually came from Sri Lanka with less than 15%. I get this one. Vietnam with less than 5%. Vietnam? Wow. Quite surprised with that, actually. But I am surprised with that, but yeah. Um, with our Asian background, our Pakistani background and Indian background, I know what women are told, you know, just bear it, stay with it. Um, and I don't think it's just the, there's a high percentage of women who suffer abuse and there's a low percentage of men that suffer abuse. It's interesting how you said that, sort of insinuates the, the tables have turned now. The cause... tables have turned because the women have now gained a voice. The men, the few men, because it is a low percentage, haven't yet gained the confidence to speak up. And uh, I think the next revolution will be among the men who are suffering. Yeah. It's interesting. My cousin said this, and it, it sort of so reigns true. And he was talking about marriage. He's not married yet either. He's in his like late 30s, which is considered quite old, if you, especially in our cultures and whatnot. And he was saying the reason why women, what his take was, and I agree with this, why women don't want to get married is because women of today have become the men that they seek to marry before. So it's like, why do I need you for? Often, obviously, for a baby or whatnot. But other than that, I earn, I do, you know, I can do karate, I can do DIY, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So I think the family structure has completely broken down in Western society. And what I mean by that was the family structure was... And maybe it's sexist, but you know what? It created population growth and it maintained uh, a family and a structure. So the family structure was man, woman. Man goes to work. Woman stays at home, gives birth to children, looks after the house, but the man has to make sure he's able to pay the bills for everything that's going on. I, I don't know if that's right or wrong. But what we're suffering in the West at the moment is population collapse. Now, Jack Ma and Elon Musk had a discussion about this at some forum, um, and they discussed about uh, population collapse in the West because the birth rates in the West has fallen, yeah. and our society is mainly made up of pensioners, retired people that receive state benefit 
but we've not got enough young people, working population, to pay for that state benefit. Okay, so that's interesting. And also, this may or may not surprise you, but um, during my research, guess which place has the most successful marriages? Anyone? Um, I don't know. I'm clueless. I mean, I, I, this is just a guess. Uh, I'd say somewhere where there's a lot of struggle uh, because obviously having family unity helps okay. when there's Are you sure you, exterior Are you sure you've not problems. read my scripts all? Because <laughs> I don't think you would have got it without that. But um... <laughs> That's why I remember this. I'm sure. It's, no, if no, you want don't me to say it. I'll no, say it's it. fine. Uh, no, yeah, I you only know that thing because you've been looking at you've been looking at my research papers, Sol. And I told you not to do that. This is it. Uh, anyone who works for Sol, hide your okay. papers because this guy is sneaky. Right, so he's close. I don't have that give a hint to Niz or not. Just are you, are you warm? Or do you think after what you said, give me a little hint there. No, no. Not, I would still say that's that Asian side, Far East Asian, right? Some kind of Chinese. Um... All right. Okay, cool. So, like I said, it may or may not surprise you, but I was a bit surprised. Well, saying that. Well, the answer is Gaza. And I found that surprising and also not surprising at the same time because I feel like they have too much other shit in, going on in their life than to worry about dumb shit to fight over. Do you know what I mean? I'm really surprised by that. Yeah. I am absolutely surprised that in Gaza, that's the most successful... Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's what the research showed. Yeah. Uh, successful. Um, again, I don't know if that was Saul's honest opinion or he just uh, saw my research and said that. So, did that surprise you, Saul? Regardless of whether you thought that or you found out that it was Gaza. No, I didn't know to be honest with you. After I read your research papers, uh, it did surprise me. But then, obviously, I put two, two, two and two together. It's like, yeah, like just like you said. And there's a lot of things happening outside the exterior within just so within the family. Why would you have family drama when you've got drama already outside? Exactly. It puts things in perspective. If if you think it's like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna live or die or drops you know, bobs are, are dropping, it's not gonna be like, hey, you left the toilet seat up or you know, you, you didn't do this or you did do that. You know, little menial things that people fight over. It's it sort of puts things into perspective for those people. Um But yeah, so I mentioned Far East before having low figures. Out of the European countries, which country, I don't know if to ask you this all because you've looked at my research now, but which country has the lowest um, divorce rate? So I'll let Niz answer first and then Sol, your honest answer, please. So right. the lowest divorce rate? The lowest in okay. the European. I, th- I believe that's going to be in the East of Europe. European, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be East Europe. Yeah. It's going to be one of the... Um, Name a country. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go with Romania. Okay, so. Are you sure you really want to ask this question? I said, be honest though. What would you have said without looking at the research? Um, Honestly, hand on heart, what would you have said? What would your guess have been? Again, I would agree with this. There's some sort of uh, Eastern country, and I'd go with Romania as well. Okay. Well, you probably know this anyway, but for the ones that don't, uh, it's the least overall divorce rate is actually Italy. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
I guess with Italians, it's all about la familia. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm surprised at that. But then again, yeah, when you look at family, I think in Italy it's quite close knit. So maybe they're under pressure rather than. I think with uh, Italians, it's almost like the monarchy where they want to keep it in the family. You know, it's all about the like bloodline and yeah, yeah, like Pakistan, Indians, yeah, Pakistan, yeah. yeah, yeah. I need my heir and keep it in the family. Just business. It's like. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if they, those guys... They stand the abuse or whatever. Yeah, so it is. Yeah, Italian, they, t- they tend I'm to keep it, in the, keep it into the family. Um, so, yeah. So I would have gone with the Eastern Bloc or one of the Scandinavian countries, but wow. Okay. So, yeah, that is quite surprising that the Italians have a very low divorce rate. I wonder whether that's also reflected with the Italian descendants in the USA. You know, because Italians do, and the Irish as well, they do carry their roots quite deep in... It's uh, like America. us Asians, though, isn't it? To a certain degree. So I think it's... I think with them, it's similar to us. It'll be generational. Yeah. Yeah. And we are changing now. Yeah. Our generation here... So I think we did the episode first gen, second gen, second gen, which we class ourselves as. Changed a little bit, but the third gen, yeah, they don't give a two shits. Okay, so here's one for you guys. If a marriage isn't working, do you think it's wiser to cut your losses save time and more heartache and get a divorce or do you think it's best to push through keep trying and keep pushing uh, through even though you're having problems remember guys there's no right or wrong answer here i'd just like to know your opinion on this matter that's a very good question very thought-provoking and i had to think about it I'm going to speak from experience and I believe personally it is best to cut your losses. Maybe I've only seen one side of it, but for me personally, from my experience, cut your losses and part ways. Now, I'm saying that with my experience through childhood, not through experience with my current marriage, I'll move on to that later. So my childhood, my parents, while they were married, my mum and dad got into a feud because my dad's sister would not marry my mum's brother. Yeah. This now began a feud within the family, but my mother didn't leave my father. She remained within the family, but she became stubborn. So much so, this had a detrimental effect on my family. My brother, I'm not going to go into details, but has completely gone off the rails. And I guarantee you, it's not because he got in with a bad crowd. It's because of what he experienced while he was a kid. Now, luckily, this happened while I was a little bit older. And I'm going to say mature because 
I'm not bigging myself up or anything, but for my age, I was mature. I was ironing yeah. my own clothes. I was going to say, so he went off the rails, but you didn't go off the rails. Exactly. So it's the same upbringing. It's the same. No, not the same upbringing. Why not? Same household. Because the feud only started once my dad's sister refused to get married to my mom's brother. This happened when I was older, but my brother had only just been born. So he had just been born and had no realisation. So this feud only started while he was young. And I've only come to this realisation recently, like within the last two years, that it wasn't that he entered a bad crowd. It was that he was trying to find comfort or... Com um, my question was, if it's not working the marriage, is it best to cut your losses and move on um, or uh, stay in the marriage? So I understand what you're saying. You're saying from what you've seen from the older generation, they seem to stick with it no matter what, no matter how bad it gets. And then it sort of feeds back onto the kids, you know, and it's yeah. negative impact. But that's a decision they made. So I'm, I'm like asking like for yourselves, your opinions on... Because again, there's no right or wrong answer. So if you're with someone and it's not working out for whatever reason, they're not right for you, you're not right for them, blah, blah, blah. Do you, do you so do you continue it on? Yeah. Or do you like... So from my experience, finish? I literally, I actually said to my mum, I wish you would have got a divorce. Now she became upset with that because a divorce in our culture is seen as a dog, a black mark. Yeah. And, and I'm it, is, it, my... was, it was seen as that. I don't think it is anymore. It's it, like is said, that, it's, it is it's... with that first generation. Yeah, it with is them, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes. with us, it's not. No, us, we not. don't see it as that. We see it as, you know what? You're saving yourself from depression. You're but saving yourself from... Because hurt. divorce in our communities, going back, what, even 10, 20 years ago, was unheard of. And now it's like, it's common as muck. Like, it, it's just the norm. It's common as Unfortunately, muck. it's not it's a common good as thing. But... And as you said it, muck, that's what people think of you then. When you go to get a restart and you have to tell them, oh, he's a divorcee. It's, yeah, uh... But you know what? The likelihood is they've got a divorce. Like, I guarantee you either know someone that's divorced. If you're not divorced yourself, you've got someone in your family. If not your immediate family, your extended family. If not extended family, you at least know one person that's divorced. Today you do. To this day Today and age. you do. You look on your neighbourhood, your street, like... There's going to be, like on my street, there's and at least five Asian households. Yeah. All of them have got divorced. And there's going, not one without a divorce. And all going of them. back to what you was asking, yeah. from my experience and what I strongly feel right now, don't stick together, separate. But then there is the other flip side to that. Kids. Kids. Yeah, but from a kid's perspective, you said it was better. So it would have been worse had they split. Possibly. That's Possibly, the thing. But you never I don't. Know. Yeah, I so. do, I. I experienced one side of it, so that's what that's where my thought comes from. I'd not experienced the other side. What if I didn't have a father figure? Exactly, it could have been worse. What, yeah. what could, could have happened? So you might I should have turned be, out how maybe you I turned be, out. Maybe I should be counting my blessings. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I don't know. So I'm maybe, again, there's no right and wrong. I'm, I'm biased. Answer, yeah. So I'm biased to yeah. what I've experienced. Whereas someone else will say, "Listen, you had a dad." I had no dad. Yeah, someone who's, whose parents might have split. They might have said that. Sol, what's your take on this? Uh, it's not a right or wrong answer, like you said. And it's not a 
black and white answer. It's a bit of a grey answer for me. Like you mentioned about kids involving it. Um, so that's the issue. And that for me, when kids are involved, it's a difficult choice. Yeah, when kids are involved. I mean, it is a difficult choice. But again, there's no right or wrong. It's just, I just want your opinion. So I, 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 obviously, I think it's case by case. But um, if you find yourself in that situation, or let's say you've got a, a best friend or a family member that you love and you care for, and they came to you and they said, listen, it's not working out, blah, blah. They're wrong. I'm wrong. What should I do? Would your advice to them be, listen, suck it up, carry on, for the sake of kids, sake of whatever religion, people saying, people talking, you know, this thing that you're referring to, dog, where's that come from? Log. So other people are going to, you know, judge you. Or do you say, you know what? You're not happy. Cut your losses. Save any more stress and heartache for both of you and just get divorced and then see what else happens. Because divorce, it, it might be seen as a bad thing, but it's there for a reason. It's obviously the last resort. But what, what's your opinion on that? So in that situation, in that scenario. Okay. I'm going to fall back on something that I heard and I recently heard this as well. So in Asian culture, they fall back on Islam and they tell you in Islam, divorce is the most hated. It's, it's a permitted sin. It's the worst of things that you can do. Permissible. It's, sorry. Permissible. Permissible, but yeah. it's the worst. Allah hates yeah, yeah, it the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. That's not true, apparently. Okay. Some guy just made it up and it has come from South Asia. This this um, sermon, it wasn't a sermon. This talk that I heard, he made a very good point. He goes, you must try to seek help first. Go to counselling. Talk to each other. Get your closest relatives or friends involved sit down and come to a resolution and if you can't and that marriage is putting you in a position where you're entering wrong thoughts now i don't know what you meant by that so i can only assume yes assume yeah it's probably like suicide or things of that extreme Anything. i'm assuming and then what he said was divorce is permissible allah will not you know punish you for that yeah, yeah no it's there I, i've heard that as well i'm not sure how true it is that it's a permissible detested act yeah but it's there for a reason it's there for a reason islamically you're in a bad place no you don't you do not need to remain separate so let's say that happens and it's still not working out still in a bad resolution you're still not seeing eye to eye but you've got kids do you stay for the sake of the kid i would talk to the person i would get a feeling for the for the place where they are at that moment and then i would tell them if i think they can first of all i would say to them you know what take a time out take time out i've heard that sometimes as work yeah separate time to think separate you take the kids for a little while let the other partner keep the kids for a little while just have your own space if it still doesn't work with the kids walk away walk away okay interesting right so so what's your take on this again no right or wrong so a friend family member whoever comes over to you you know same same question that person is what would your answer be i'm not sure to be honest because you need to know 
them personally. You know, you don't live with them exactly. Like I was telling you, uh, just like earlier, you only get to know a person when you live with them or you travel with them. So you're never going to know 100% of what, what it's like. Yeah. So you know him. It's a family member. Could be a close friend. Could be a yeah, but a they're not gonna, member. Some, some, some family members, they're not going to be all transparent to you, should you say. They're not going to yeah. tell you the whole fact. There's a lot of layers. I can't honestly answer the question. Each what? it's case it's case by case basis. Case, That's case all I case. can say. I don't know. I can't answer the question right it now. Is, it is very it's difficult. very case. It's very difficult because in the Asian community anyway, which is the experience that we have, people are very closed. They keep their feelings behind closed doors. I don't think it's in our hands anymore. Women have now been given the chance to earn their own living. They're now literally turning around and saying, what the fuck do I need you for? I needed you. My mom needed my dad to provide. I don't need that. I'm going out and earning my own living. I don't need to be married. I'm paying for my own shit. I don't need you. And literally, that's, that is what is happening. People aren't getting married. People are either staying single or they're entering partnerships yeah. which is why they're now changing the law because people are not getting married but they do cohabit so at the moment a partner has no rights whatsoever that, but they're that, changing the law that was actually going to be my next question um what would you think about people especially in the west where they're with a partner they'll even have kids with them and they live with them and they're a couple but they're not yet married like what's your take on that yeah, I mean, Islamically, that's not allowed. So, I I struggle with that one because, in a way, what's the difference? You've just not said the wows. You kind of are, you know, you co-inhabited. I mean, I'll tell you from my personal opinion is this. I believe in this day and age, when you're going to get married, you can't just turn up to a meet and greet and make a decision. From what I've seen, people can put on an act for a day, for an hour, a day, a week. You need to be with that person for at least six months before you get to really see their character. And only then do you know who you're marrying. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not permissible in. Um, in Islam, it's not, but in the West, in you know, they, they do that quite often. So, Sol, what's your take on that? People that do that. Sorry, there's been a couple of questions. Uh, which one yeah. are you referring to? Any of the, any of the above. So, because you've been quite quiet today. Um, so, what would you say to a friend who is maybe single? Would you, would you encourage uh, them to get married? I'd encourage them to get married because that's part of uh, half your deen. So that's my if he's a if he's yeah. a Muslim, it's a Muslim, yeah, Muslim, yeah. Yeah, so, Muslim. You, Muslim. Yeah. And what would you advise him? What would you advise um, him? Because uh, no. you are a married man, so what would you advise him in terms of marriage, or her, no. or her? I don't really have many females, so I can't really comment on hers. Okay, so then, only, all right. Okay. Him, him. Um, yeah, I'd tell him to settle down. Uh, if this is first again, different situations in it. If he's been married and then divorce, again, sometimes you need to understand. You know, I mean, it's difficult. I mean, 
is he getting married just for one reason you know i can't yeah. really, you know or is he getting married for a so number let's say of reasons? lonely let's say lonely because the big, biggest thing i think single people have is lonely it's, it's kind of like i think you're talking about men here i mean women generally women get lonely as well statistically men are more lonely than I can't bring it up right now, but I know that for certain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. That, well, no, that, that, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about suicide. Uh, suicide generally is more men, men. than women. So yeah. that shows you men generally are more lonely than women. I'm not saying women don't get lonely. Can, can a man be lonely in marriage? Uh, yes. I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you can, it could happen. I can't deny that fact. I'll give, my strongest, I'll give my strongest opinion. I just thought of this. But I'll give my strongest opinion. What would I want for my daughter? That's the yeah, strongest that's, way yeah. I can think of it, actually. Yeah, yeah. So what I would say to my daughter is, do you want to get married? If they say yes, then I would, I would give them the advice. Okay, find someone. And you need to be or see them for six months. You need to be and see them, see their family members, their brothers and sisters. And I would encourage him to see the younger brothers and sisters. Why the younger? They're always truthful. You can always get a lot more out of them. I can guarantee you that. Isn't it a thing? I've heard somewhere, or I think I read somewhere, they say you, you should see how the woman treats her parents or something, or the man treats their parents or something along those lines to sort of gauge how they'll be with you or your parents. I don't know how true that is. but I don't know about that because yeah. I think from our aspect, we seem to have this idea that when we get married, I didn't have this idea, but our idea within South Asian families is you're getting married because the wife's going to look after your parents. She's oh, going to look after her in law. Hold that thought. We'll come to that in a moment. Oh, sorry. So, okay, so just to wrap this point up then. So, so people in the West um, often have kids, they live with a, a partner but they don't get married. What's your take on that? And, and I'm trying to say from the point of view, like what, because they can't get divorced. Do you think the word marriage is pressure? Like what I can't, because to me, they're married without actually saying the vows, without the thingy. Why did they do that? What, what do you think? I'm not saying if it's right or wrong. I'm just thinking, why? Like, what do you think? So. Uh, I think from, this is nothing to do with Islam personally. I think it's to do with, money now in in the west women holds a lot of power in aspect so for example if a divorce happen women goes half 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 oh so half, you think it's half. the fear of she's going to take half his crap so you yeah, rather so, have oh, okay okay that's interesting so that's, that's yeah. my opinion why i'm not talking about muslim here because i don't know if women but this is why sometimes men don't want to commit to that reason because they think it right it, she's going to take half my income half my and because there is a thing called a prenup but i think yeah. if you say that to a woman she's going to get highly offended highly yeah. offended yeah. yeah so to avoid like i said before yeah. i think yeah. so that's my opinion why they i think they're they are changing the law okay i think they are changing the law so that partners are now able to claim as married couple I, it's I, not been passed but they're thinking about it yeah yeah i suppose it's that it's that responsibility i actually uh, a while back now, I was working at a call centre and, I, and I, I knew an English girl, I won't name her, but uh, she was saying she liked the Muslim concept because she was working at a call centre with myself 
I think we were on like 18, 19k at the time. She was dating a a web designer or he's some IT guy. He was eating like he was earning like four times as much as her. He was on like nearly enough sixty grand. But because they were equal partners, he said half on everything. So they had the rent. So the rent was like probably a grand or I think it was twelve hundred quid. So six she come out with I think twelve hundred quid. So half her wage went on the rent and I think only less than a quarter. So he was coming out with probably four grand a month. That's wrong. That's yeah, but he he didn't say he said we're equal. So that's it. Even though I'm earning more than you, you want equality. No, that's wrong. That's, that's how he was doing it. And she said, and she said to me, she was, if I was a Muslim, I go, yeah, I think that it's, it's on the man to sort of provide that. It's on for the you. man to provide, so, yeah. but I think that's wrong as well. Yeah. If the so. woman's working, then I think your your support or your input into any household expenses should be based percentage wise on your income, so that you both get yeah, to the same. more fair, yeah, yeah. Seems, yeah. But no, but the way they did it was fifty fifty because you want fifty fifty, and then you get fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Moving on to something quite heavy, I'd, I'd say quite uh, intriguing. Um, I want your take on uh, explanations on the differences, pros and cons of love marriage, arranged marriage, and unfortunately, the thing called forced marriages. Okay. Love marriage. Um. Is there any such thing? Yeah, two Is people there? meet, they they get on, uh, fall oh, in love. You know do, what? Do, do, music, you know, actually, sunshine and rainbows, and yeah. No, no, not saying it works, but you've you've made me remember some, and it was from an interview about uh, this Egyptian entrepreneur or you know mathematician. His name was Mo, and he talked about marriage with his wife. He's divorced her, but unfortunately, he talked, you know, that's unfortunate, but he did speak about his marriage with her, and he said, I fell in love many times. And what he meant was, when I first met her, I fell in love with who she was, the student. At that time. At that time. Yeah, people changed. Then she became a mother. Hmm. And this was a completely different person to the student. So now I fell in love with the mother. Then she became a a worker. You know, she was different. She was no longer the mother. She was now a worker. So her persona, her personality changed. I now fell in love with the worker. I mean, we're no longer married now, but we are such good friends. So yeah, love is... It's not as it starts off. You have to change as the person changes. And I think what you said, people change over time, and they do, depending on the circumstances they encounter. Now, they did lose a child. I don't know how much that had to play with them getting divorced, but I don't think love is love at first sight. I think love happens again and again and again, yeah. if you can find that in that person. That's, if, yeah, if you can find the right person. So the pros, pros of it is, in love, Hopefully, hopefully, you find somebody who is as understanding as you are and you can both talk to each other openly. So, your take on this matter? Yeah. Um, uh, love marriage. I don't believe in love at first sight, personally, because it 
it's it's not something not at first sight love no, marriage yeah. so you don't believe in that concept like boy meets well, girl workplace whatever i mean without doing shady stuff maybe goes to mummy and daddy you know oh found someone yada 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 that's love isn't it because it's it's they found them themselves they've fell for no, someone i thought i i yeah, but... saw here love at first sight you're not falling in love with the person you're falling in love with whatever you see at that time that yeah could be a facade. yeah it yes, could be a facade. Because and someone could someone could play up and say, right, exactly. I'm gonna be all macho here. I'm gonna prove that I'm the best guy for her. I'm not looking from perspective, and the and the girl will be thinking, oh, this guy's such a nice guy. He's giving me flowers and everything and all that. And as soon as they get married, all that breaks apart. Yeah. Stops getting all this, and then she's like, oh, you give me a headache now. And she goes, she's going for a headache. Uh, you know, you know, I don't want to go into, it, but that's what happens, isn't yeah. it? So I'm not saying it doesn't work, but it could be a, like, as we're saying, a facade. It could be a barrier. You're not showing your real, true character, and then as soon as you get together, yeah. living yeah. in a household, that's when the true truth comes out, and that's which, when you. But that's with all marriage, though. Yeah, that's like which is arranged why, but that, as well. That, which is why, I, which is why I said before, people change. I believe yeah. the partners should be allowed to remain with each other for six months, because mm, you can you out. can keep up a facade for three months, and I'm putting I'm putting concrete figures on this because. I believe this is doable. Three months, you can you can put on a show. They say that when you meet someone for the first time, you're not meeting the real person. You're meeting a representative of that person. Yes. Because they always want to show their best uh, person. Like Niz is saying, a facade. But you can't, like, you know, slowly, you know, the per- real person comes out because you can't keep up an act for that you long. Can't, you just can't. You, can't. Since, you know, certain situations like, oh, I want this girl bad or I want this guy bad and I'll, I'll put, tolerate this, this, this happens for a, a week six weeks and it's like you know what your real you comes out so i do understand uh that concept but um okay that's love arranged and uh, so i believe you had to arrange marriage um speak to that a little bit because i think uh speaks to a lot of my english friends they get confused with arranged and forced marriages they think it's the same thing they think when you say you're going to get arranged, like, oh, right, so your parents pick someone for you, you have to go marry them. That's forced marriages. That's not arranged marriage, is it? So explain, maybe enlighten some listeners that don't know what an arranged marriage actually is. Uh, well, difference with a forced, uh, sorry, arranged and a forced. So I'll go with arranged first, alphabetically ordered. <laughs> so uh, arranges, usually, I'm talking about our culture, South Asian, and how I experienced myself it was my uncle who gave a details to some intermediary a middle person who's usually a bloke it's never a female and he says look my nephew is interested in getting is interested in getting married and then he goes okay no problem and then obviously my father-in-law then obviously wasn't then but he said the same thing because oh my daughter is interested in getting married the intermediary person, he then goes back to my uncle, says, right, this, there's this person available. Do you want to go see them? Go, yep. So obviously... So you have a choice in if you want to see that person or not. Yeah, so that's what happens. Okay. You want to see this person, they live here, and do you want to go see it? And if you're interested, you make your way. If not, then you can say, yep, no, I'm not interested. Uh, and then they go, okay, fine. If he isn't interested, then they find somebody else, and then they say, repeat the same question. You know, there's and this... is that is that option for the girls as well? Yeah, 
Can the girls say yes or no as well? Yeah, the girls can say yes or no as well. Uh, that's from from my wife's point of view. I mean, I mean, again, I can only go from me yeah. and my wife. Yeah, from my expense, I can't. Everyone else will have difference. They might just say no. You have to go. That could be, potentially become false. I don't know. So I'm only going from my experience here. So, so I mean, you don't have to answer this, but did you speak to your wife? And if so, for how long prior to get married? Uh, just. That once I met her and that was it. Oh, just the one time? The one meeting, yeah. Oh, okay. So and this was saying six months or not? Okay. No, it was just the one meeting and then... So it was a face-to-face talk? Face-to-face talk. And Some people no might not allow it. Uh, yeah, no communication. So Since... no phone calls, no nothing. It was just like, are you interested in getting married to her? I said yes. And this is the end. You know, it wasn't like straight away. It was like a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Uh, so you thought, thought about it you thought about it yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and she had the same thing you know she oh, okay. thinks about it as well so usually generally it's the boy that has to I don't know for me it was usually the boy that has to give or the bloke or the so you had to give the answer first first yeah before the girl has right. to give this answer because it's never the other way around that's well, then enticing the girl the thing is if you said yeah and she said no it'd still be a no because she said no yeah yeah exactly if and she vice, says versa. No, it's a vice versa even if she yeah. said yeah you, okay okay and you'd say yeah. no it'd still yeah. be a no yeah Okay, so that's interesting. That that's almost like how the old school did it, just the one meeting and you know, um old off you, off I, don't, your I don't think um, I don't think they got a meeting. Gave a meeting. Yeah. Well but grandparents there was a photo. You see a photo and photo, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think you saw Yeah, photo. my my grandma did. She was like no, I was no. showing yeah, my, a photo. My, my parents didn't see a photo of each other. Well, my my parents did. It was a photo mm, and that's literally it. just a photo. Yeah. They're like, Yeah, no, that was it. Yeah. That's it. I don't think they even got a meeting. Literally, and it's and that's 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 what bamboozles me. I think the times changed, so they would just grim and maybe because they grim and bear it. That's why divorce was less in those times. Whereas today, it's you know, because imagine that they put you, such... you know, you're saying six months, they've got what like Saul's case is one combo, but going back to generation before, they got one photo, or if they're lucky, one combo to I, decide. I didn't get the, you didn't get anything, no. so your arranged marriage was slightly different. It wasn't arranged, it was forced. Right, okay. So define forced. What, what's the difference between arranged and forced? So, forced. so he's, he's, he spoke about arranged and you're saying so yours is... So the positives of arranged marriage is hopefully you have the chance of having intermediaries when any issues happen and you can resolve them. Yeah. Forced marriage is my personal marriage process. This was it. So I had no idea I was going to get married at that point. We were looking, which was fine. It wasn't serious. But then all of a sudden, it was the month of May, I think, or it was June. And I was told, your auntie's daughter, your auntie's ass, asked, if, asked if you this question. could get married. It, yeah, okay. it's a question. Just trying to... So your auntie, auntie's asked if you could marry her daughter. Because I, I, I'm going to ask these questions because I'm trying to get where the force came in. So at the moment, yeah. it's a question, so then, right? So then I replied, no, no, thank you. Then it was, well, I asked you, now I'm telling you. So neither did I see a photo. Is this the auntie? No, this is my parents telling okay. me. So neither did I see a photo, neither had I spoken to her. I didn't know anything about her. You know? Had you requested any of these things? Or had you said no? Because what, what was your no based on? 
my no was based on the cultural difference between her and me. And okay. I knew it wasn't going to make a successful, lasting marriage. So seeing a photo or a convo wouldn't, you thought it was irrelevant? You didn't ask for Irre- these? Irrelevant. Right. So you didn't ask for them? I didn't ask for no, them. No, what they offered to you. Literally, I had it in my mind, I will not get married from to anyone from Pakistan. Okay. That was your stance. Right? That was my stance. So I gave my no. And then I was told, well, we asked you, now we're telling you. So that's forced marriage. So what made you say yes? I've never said yes. Okay. But I didn't run away from home. I didn't put my foot down because, again, it played on my side of you must obey your parents. And now I realize that is wrong. Islam doesn't say obey your parents. Islam says respect your parents. And there's a big difference between the two. I didn't know that at the time. See, so so for people that hear about forced marriages and they don't understand, like, it's, it's quite simple. I'm, I'm someone like Saul, we've had this convo off air as well. And he's like, well, you know, he doesn't seem to get it because it's like, just say no in it. It's, it's almost like that, uh, was it Nancy Reagan drug camp, just say no. So the, the thing, and I know plenty of people um, that have had forced marriages and it's not it's not as easy as because it's a lot of emotional blackmail that's involved. That's that's the tricky part. That's where it gets. So even though you you physically may say no with your mouth, you it's like you said no now. How come you end up married? You know, actually, someone talk through that process. So if you're saying no, how come you still end up married? Like what what goes through your head? What what's the situation? Is there a way to break free or without running away? Is there any other way or not? No, there's not. You have to run away. You have to run you away. You have to walk away from the family. Because once your parents put down a stance of we gave birth to you, well, your mum goes, I gave birth to you, your father goes, I fed you, and this is how you treat me by telling me no. I'm not saying no to you, I'm saying no to her. Yeah, but they value, so that her or that him usually is going to be the parent's relative, isn't it? It's going to be, I don't know, but it's a gonna close be, relative. It's going to be, it's gonna be the partner's parents. So in my case, my wife's parents, who then Put that pressure blackmailed on. and pressurized my parents. And, they and then my parents you. passed that on to me. And unfortunately, you know. So is, is it, so it's the guilt of letting down your parents that makes you go through with it? The guilt, yes. Yeah, so yes. It is, it's emotional blackmail. Ab- absolutely. Do you think the parents that do that, I'm not talking about yours in particular, I'm just talking in general. Do you think they are aware of what they're doing? Or do you think not even aware of what they're doing? That's a really hard one. That's a really hard one. It's tricky. It's because they're under emotional blackmail themselves in a way when you think about it. They are. And and the people that are doing that are doing it because they've got a benefit because their child is going to come to a better, supposedly, a better country, a better life, whatnot. Uh, Literally, my wife's parents told my mum and dad We'll just cut you off from the family and we'll make sure no one talks to you ever again. If you say no. If I said no. And then my parents told me, you're going to cause a feud. And then I just went through with it. Right. So there you have it. That's the difference between an arranged 
marriage and a divorced marriage. Oh. Sorry, a forced marriage. I speak of divorced. I've gone through that. So, like I say, um, that's not pretty. It's a last resort, but I feel it's an option. And if you really need to, I, I'm not one to stay in a. Some people, like I said earlier, Grim and Barry, I don't think I could do that. I, in fact, I know I can't do that. So, that's uh, another story. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, this episode went on for a very long time. Typical to a classic Asian wedding. So we've had to split it in three parts. Again, typical to a classic Asian wedding. Literally, you get the Mendy, Rooksity, and the Vlima. Love. So, join us next week for the continuation of this great episode. See you then. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.